The Viridian Nutrition range of 200 plus award-winning products includes vitamins, minerals, herbs, nutritional oils, specialty supplements, tinctures and balms. All formulated to be helpful, efficacious and pure. By choosing our Viridian Nutrition range, you are one step closer to your goal of 100% wellness. Ethical vitamins with an organic heart. Available at all Browns outlets. Browns and you. John. Rudy. It's been a while, huh? Yes. Yes, it's been yes, a wee yes, while yes. since the last time we sat down. Yeah. And something you said when we sat down and I interviewed you, uh, something that you said has resonated and stuck with me ever since. You mentioned in that interview, the mm. lost generation mm. of men. Yeah. Now, I've heard some similar phrases to that uh, over and over and over and over again. Mm. And I want to come back and touch on that because I want to delve a little tiny bit deeper. The lost generation of men, this is something that you talked about being mm. an issue in 2022, 23, the time that we're living in now, and now of course 2024. Explain what that is, the lost generation of men. Hmm. Well, I guess it's a reference to something I myself had experienced you know, for a long while. Um, there was a point uh, in in my growing up, where, where there was chaos in my adolescence, as you know. And then uh, there was a, a point whereby I, I, I had to kind of figure a way out to become more mature. So I started experimenting with things like meditation and, and, and you know, reading different kinds of philosophies. But it's still was exceedingly, exceedingly complicated. And then fatherhood came along and I'm not understanding exactly where I actually fit in in the family and structure, what I'm supposed to do as a parent. I think, you know, as nostalgic as perhaps as it sounds, and I'm sure my uh, perception is being somehow uh, marred by, by uh, the, the cheekiness of, of nostalgia um, or let's say the trickery of nostalgia. Uh, but I think it was simpler. You know, there was a time when it was simpler. It, I'm not saying it was better, but I think the equation was less complex. And now here we are, you know. Because you mentioned in that interview, and I'd recommend anybody go and watch it. It was a brilliant, brilliant interview. You mentioned in the interview that back in the day and in, in generations before us, men went out to work and they even went to war. Yeah. And now in our time today, yeah. men are being asked to be empathic. They're being asked to take responsibility, more responsibility within the home and to have those roles. So their actual place in society has changed. Am I yes. right? Yes, correct. Um, I think, I think there, there's always been this kind of natural masculine proclivity towards things that required either physical exertion or aggression or this innate uh, tendency to protect and, uh, and provide. And men have, you know, historically gone to war. They've, uh, they've hunted, they've protected their family, they've taught their kids how to fight and, and, and all of these things that were kind of very much in tune with what we required evolutionary, evolutionarily for such a long period. But now the society doesn't require us, to, uh, thankfully, to be um, this explicitly aggressive. So what do we do with the aggression? And 
that's a that's a really important question because what we're saying is that now I don't know if this is a modern phenomenon, but for sure men suicide more. For example, why? It's because the, the, the moment we the moment we uh, get to a point where it's too much, we take that aggression and we turn it inwards. Can there be safe spaces where we take out this aggression? The gym, uh, I don't know, some some sort of um, physical. Some, some form of physical forum whereby it is not only accepted but it is rewarded because it's not only that you do the exertion but also that you are rewarded. Society is telling you, good. Right now, men are uh, finding themselves, uh, expressing themselves in a way and society saying, oh, that's a bit misogynist, that's a bit, uh, that's a bit sexist and perhaps sometimes it is but perhaps sometimes it's uh, a moment of miscommunication whereby things need to be recalibrated and, and, and men uh, can re-achieve a footing of, you know, what the fuck are we supposed to do, you know? But you said it yourself, recalibration. Yeah. And that's what we're looking at because we yeah. as women mm-hmm. are recalibrating. We're being mm-hmm. asked also, and it's a, a phenomenon since the Second World War, that women work yeah. and women, their roles have changed in the home as well. And right. it's one of the things that I have set out to address, how women are changing. Women are now saying, why don't we talk about menopause? Why don't right. we talk about menstruation? Why don't we talk about these things? Why have they always been shamed? And why have these always been hidden away in a cupboard somewhere so we don't talk about it? Now, women are natural talkers. Mm-hmm. So if you invite someone to come and sit around a table and talk about it, yeah. uh, women will do that and it will start a conversation. But where do men go? Where do men go when their whole ground has been shaken? Well, um, look, between us, I think there is far more communication nowadays. I think the culture is changing. Um, in intimate settings, right? It's not like when we, you know, I'm going to walk into the gym and go, hey, guys, I have it today. You know, my wife said I'm useless. You want to talk about this? Uh, no, but, we, but you do find yourself, especially, I find that, uh, let's say, if we take the gym setting, it's like at points of exhaustion, you know, you're like there, you're steaming, oh, man, this fucking shit at work. I think, uh, I think there's nothing that I can, I'm not understanding what I'm doing wrong and, and, and I feel like the more time has gone by, the more time has elapsed, the more the, the males have adapted to this culture of beginning to open up. I think that message is becoming more prevalent. And I think, and I obviously that is a very positive uh, pro, uh, progress. And um, I, I think I, we spoke about it in, 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 our, in our interview. There was Paddy Pimblett when he won his fight in the UFC and his yeah. friend had hung yeah. himself the day before. And, and that's all he said after. It's very, it was a very moving moment um, to see someone that is obviously so such archetypically masculine um, to, to, to uh, open up and make himself vulnerable. And he cried and he, and, and, and he put that message out there of men communicate, you know, because because, uh, there are, men know how to care. We really know how to care. Like like guys, really, that's what I found. I found that uh, when you open up to uh, another male, like I had a shit weekend, right? I had a really, like I had a really difficult week. 
And Saturday, the, the rest of the weekend is actually okay. But on Saturday, I sat down myself and Weza, who is a very masculine person, tattoos, big guy. And I, and I was sitting down and getting ready to, to shoot El Kazin. And I turned to Weza and said, bro, you mind if I fucking open up? It's like, bro, you mind if I fucking open up? And I go, okay, here we go. I'm like, man. And, and it was like men just are waiting for someone to go, bro, I need, I need to bear my soul. Because it, it's noisy in here. And if it's going to get any noisier, I don't know what I'm going to do with this chaos. So I feel like uh, men have obviously their mental difficulties. The culture is shifting towards men talking. And my personal experience, it has been uh, that the moment I, I tell a person, will it be okay if I tell you something about myself right now? The answer is generally yes. And the second part to that conversation is generally, can I tell you something about myself? And it's beautiful. Well, we've spoken about this before, and this is not a secret to you, but I have been asked so many times if we are going to do the he word. And the answer to that is, I'm not the right person to do the he word. But there is, it does seem, uh, an opportunity to, to, for yeah. men to talk yeah. Yeah, 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 and to talk about a lot of things. I've had men asking me, you know, what about, you've sp spoken about miscarriage. What happens in a family unit when our family experiences, as a family experiences a miscarriage, for instance, yeah. the woman gets a huge amount of empath from her friends if she's lucky enough to have them. Yeah. But the men are kind of still at that point where they're, set, where they're told, get on with it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is this something that we can do? Is there? Is there a look? I'm. I'm certain there is. A, there's. There's still. So I mean, the conversation has started, but it started. It's nowhere close to uh, organizing itself in a way where we're getting positive outcomes. I mean, what we're getting is actually right now seemingly worse outcomes, right? At, at, at present, if you speak to the people at Richmond, for example, yeah. they will tell you the helpline has exploded. Or yeah, we, we're partnering with them and they, that's exactly what they're saying. They're saying it's getting worse and worse and worse. And the, the number one demographic uh, that is asking, requesting for their services are young males. Uh, so definitely um, now, could this be because males are now being told, listen, ask for help? Well, possibly, possibly that's, that's a factor. Uh, but definitely, there are many men asking for help. And the, there's many reasons. And as a person who had substance issues and ADHD and depression, and, and, and I've gone through so many phases trying to figure out, you know, uh, what I'm going to do with this psyche that just will not allow me to live in harmony. Um, I'm obviously very keen. I'm obviously very moved. I've done, a, as you know, I've done lots of work in prison, mm, for example, mm, mm. where uh, I just see there's so much unnecessary pain that we can really begin to address if we're honest. And that's what I would love to do. Let's do this, right? Let's do this. A hundred Looking forward to it, huh? Me too. Really, really keen. 